I'm really fortunate that I have a friend on the other side of this microphone, and we can talk and record ourselves. Yeah, and that was the idea, right? Talk and record ourselves because I thought people would want to hear it. I don't know why I thought that, but I just did, and it they do. So I think I paid attention to it at finally because it's not something you would normally say. <laughs> like I want people to hear myself talk. Not a Josh thing to do. No, but I'm glad Brian, you were right. Yeah, yeah, Brian knows I'm more of a introverted person. Where I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to do it, but uh, once I'm doing it, I'm fine. So it's like going to work. Like I never wanted to really go there sometimes, but I'm like, well, once I'm there, I might as well finish this, right? (laughs) Now the podcast is like one of those self-perpetuating things as well. So we wanted to take this opportunity to talk about partnerships and how we talk each other into doing things we didn't think we'd be doing. And off the ledge. (laughs) Off the ledge, into things, right? Launch out onto the loop as we discuss the power of partnerships today on Curiosity Continuum. So you're not used to me talking. I, I love it, Josh. <laughs> I, I wish you'd talk more. Freaking love. <laughs> like, well, I like to talk when I have something to say. So I want you to say more. You okay. have many things to say. <laughs> I gotta get my show notes. All right. I'm ready. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Josh. And this is Brian. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry-innovating, non-traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine and mix essential elements needed to empower people to succeed in new ways not possible outside of a creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. If you like what you're hearing and you want to dive deeper, visit us at curiositycontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in, and let's start the conversation. I've talked many times on previous podcasts that Josh has introduced me to many things in my life I didn't even know existed until he told me about it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true, but Brian's done the same for me, too. Like, uh, things with music and other things that I'm just, like, oblivious to, like uh, Instagram. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that I'm happily oblivious to. And Brian's like, oh, you got to do this. And I'm like, oh, fine. Uh, like I have an Instagram account, but I don't really use it. And I don't really understand how the app works. That's my main problem right now. Well, it makes you seem mysterious to everybody out there. <laughs> <laughs> like if you search me, you don't really see much because I'm not on Instagram at all. <laughs> we, we've benefited from each other's friendship and so- the partnership component really of this, we had a conversation recently like we normally do, kind of not recorded, and it was about how those pairs kind of benefited from one another. And depending on the order you may listen to this podcast, you'll hear an interview of another pair of people from Rascal Magic, and they had a game called Bard Card. They still do, as I said in the past tense, on the iOS store, hopefully coming to Droid soon. And they complemented each other's skill set, and they were able to accomplish something greater than either one of them could do by themselves. Right. I, I just think it's a cool thing and want to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. So how did you want to tackle this? Did you want to talk about how they how it complement each other, how they complement each other, how we do it? Because it's like I think what happened is why Brian wants to talk about this, and I'll just say this, is like he saw a lot of us and them like reflected like where 
there was one that was like Brian and one that was a lot like me. And then yeah, together they noticed. were, yeah. And you're in Sabrina even noticed where she's like, oh, there's a Josh here and there's a Brian here. It's like, yeah, that's kind of like how it works. I think those patterns repeat because you find that when you have those partnerships, you don't want somebody the same. You want somebody different. And yeah. any kind of, I guess any kind of human relationship could be like that, supposedly. I think sometimes also, too, we have groups, like social groups, we may like the same thing. And that's always cool. The The more exciting thing to me is when you find out where somebody's different. And you get to learn something new. Like That scratches the curiosity itch in me because you stumble upon something you never knew before. Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing with me, too. Like, I like people, like, I like to have a common bond with somebody, like, over something. Like, maybe it's sci-fi. Or, and you'd be surprised when you say something, like, you talk about, like, for me, like, even get down deeper. Like, I'm really into Star Trek. So, like, I know a lot of the little minutiae stuff. And when you pull somebody and you say something, maybe, like, a reference, like, oh, that's a reference from this. And then you actually start talking. But then you find out how different you are. Like, a friend of ours, Brian and I's. Uh, John Donovan really is like he's into Star Trek and he talks about it but then he starts going off on cars that I have really no inkling in and it's interesting it makes me want to pay more attention to him and I think that's how we learn better and Brian and I have have developed that over years where like Brian will say something and I might say like tease like something else like about it and like to him it's common knowledge and I think he enjoys talking about it. And like and the same thing with me. Like if Brian asked me a question, I enjoy talking about it with somebody with the you know, less working knowledge of a subject. And it's also it also benefits me to seeing somebody like grow in something they don't know as much about. John Donovan so you mentioned him. He talks about when you're passionate about something, you can't help but share it. You want to share those passions that are really good. And those may be common bonds. Sometimes you need that because it's a complementary skill set. Correct. I know that there are so many times when, if I get somebody just like me, <laughs> I would have driven myself bananas a long time ago. Yeah. You know, I feel the the it's a good, I'll call it a good healthy tension sometimes where I may want to just plow right ahead and Josh would say, hey, just chill for a minute. Sometimes Josh is like, we're doing this and I'm not sure about it. It's a great Check and balance, I think. It's a push and pull. And it's one of those things where it's almost like a tug of war. And um, it's, uh, but we're not on opposite sides. And it's like one person's pulling while the other person's not really pulling. And we're just trying to like, okay. And sometimes we're on board. Like we're like, let's push on this. Let's just do all we can do. And, you know, we get a lot accomplished in that little area. But sometimes, like, I need to be drug over the finish line a little bit, or Brian needs to be drug over, <laughs> or we need to, like, we're just not comfortable with the speed something's happening. And we've said, like, I've said that a lot of times. And at, when we first started the whole CC venture thing, and especially, like, when we, like, we incorporated into a company, we did all sorts of things. It was my idea to like push that forward, but then when it actually started happening and Brian's like, oh yeah, we're doing this, this, and this, and I'm like, okay. I was a little uncomfortable <laughs> with it, but as we pushed ahead, I understand the value of it and like what, like we got ahead, we got into people and met people and did relationships that we might not need for another two or three years, but we're there now 
And so like we have a lot of infrastructure built that like a lot of companies are struggling to put together. And I think mainly the reason we have that is because of our friendship and the partnership that we built. There's a large working trust between you and me. Right. Where if you make a decision on something, I don't need to sit there and go into the minutia about now what did you do and how did you do it? Generally, you can appraise me of a situ- apprise me of a situation, and I'm good with it. Or I can do the same with you. Right. Now that also can cause sometimes where you trust each other so much that you just assume everybody knows what else is going on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so uh, you know, for what Josh and I do, I'll handle more of the financial administration stuff, and Josh is handling more of the like content planning and management and publication of things. And it's not because like he couldn't do this other part or I couldn't do the other part, but that's kind of how we decided to do it. At some point, we'll probably delegate some of those duties out just because is it really something we'd love to do long term, that specific component of it? No. But we also know that each other is willing to contribute so that we kind of have a shared load and we say this is the agreement between us. And regardless of what that shapes up to be in whatever relationship, it's important that you have the working trust so that you, if you don't have line of sight in something, you know it's going to be taken care of. You have a certain familiarity about how somebody may deal with that. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's a, that's kind of an interesting uh, part to talk about because there is this working trust. And we've, Brian and I have been uh, privy to lots of different businesses. Lots, some are still around, some aren't. And sometimes they, they have that working trust. And they're doing everything right, but maybe something from the outside isn't, and they, you know, isn't doing the, the, uh, you know, the due diligence or the responsibility or the part that they need to do. And the two people that are in the partnership are like, oh yeah, we're, we're good. So we expect, you know, that kind of reciprocation in kind, which is not how business works. (laughs) And we've figured that out pretty quick. And so I figured that out. I mean, Brian was telling me all these like horror stories and all this stuff that's happened to people. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. But then we started getting into this stuff and I'm like, oh, this really does happen like on the daily. (laughs) So it's like, okay, we have to have this kind of like sixth sense almost. And just the experience that like Brian has in the business world has really helped to kind of pull me along because I'll tell you, we had uh, conversations that at first with people that I'm just like sitting there nodding and like acting like I know. And that's like 90% of the bit of the conversation. (laughs) And I'm going through my head, like figuring it out, like for days afterwards. And I even told Brian at one point, I think I said, I don't know if I can do this because this was so, for me, this was so out of my wheelhouse and especially in like, like front and center where people expected us to like, just know stuff. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it worked out. It worked out good because I got I catch up to speed fast, and I was like, okay, now I get it, and uh, now I'm like totally comfortable with those conversations. So I, that's what I encourage a lot. If you're you, you're in a partnership or thinking of doing this, find somebody that compliments you, obviously, but then learn what the other person is teaching. And I will add this: it's important that you have a shared goal or vision. Right. Does it have to be 100% wrung out? No. And I don't think it ever would be. It's always a working document. And any relationship or any business or anything that you are privy to, those things are always under construction. 
You know, even the ones that have the same driving vision for years, they still tweak strategy. They tweak the tasks and the things, and you go execute it. With Josh and I, I never would have said or volunteered, hey, let's do this as a partnership, had I not thought that Josh wanted to do something in this vein. You know, if if Josh says, like, I never want to do this, I wouldn't say, well, let me give me 15 minutes and I'll talk you into it. Josh can't be talked into anything he doesn't want to do anyway, so that's kind of a, a moot point. But the important thing, like, he didn't need to know everything, but I needed to know he was willing. And then he had to realize in me that I was unsure about actually creating content on a podcast, and he was very gracious in my slow walking through that process. I think we talked about it for several months before I said, I'm willing to try it. Right, and I think it was because... Maybe you weren't as experienced with like listening to podcasts and seeing the content. And so That's you were like, true. yeah. And you were just like, well, what, what is it like? I'm like, it can be anything we want it to be, but if we frame it and I just framed it and I even said to Brian, like frame it around conversations we have all the time anyway. Now that was a learning experience for us. If you listened back to our first 10 episodes, they're very different from it now. They're much less conversational, much more scripted because we had to do it at the beginning. We had to. We had to. I mean, we, we we couldn't create content if we didn't have it scripted out, even an outline. Like we spent lots of time figuring an outline out. Now we've realized this is what people are actually dialed into. This is what they're actually listening for. This is what they're looking at. This is what this podcast has actually, you know, evolved into. I think... I'm trying to not say I think as much just because I learned this actually in writing years ago. I think it might actually might have been Josh, Mr. Olson, back from high school English, where he said, you don't need to say I think or I believe if I'm writing a paper because they know. Because you're writing about it. it. You're writing about it. Yeah, you're writing about it. You're in that voice. So forgive me, listeners, if you hear a lot of I think in this episode. I'm trying to get better at that. At least when I talk. (laughs) Sorry. When I think about a functional partnership also, you should ask the person to do something that they're good at. Or they have a, they have a passion for or willingness to learn. Absolutely, yeah. I would never ask Josh to be a style consultant for us. Like, we had to go <laughs> to, like, some, like, dressy, fancy-schmancy thing. I wouldn't ask him to do it because it ain't happening for him. No. You know? And if that was actually what the podcast was about, we never would have launched. But... I said, Josh, can you help string this conversation along so people can follow it? He's good at that. And so when he sequences something, I trust him because even though he never did like content management or production and things, he knows how a conversation should flow. Right. And more, more than like, I want to take it here, he's more organic about it to say, feel like where this needs to go is here because blah. Right, And if you hear the cadence of how this thing has flown, that's because Josh has thought through, after we say this, it's important they hear this next thing, which builds on the next thing right? and builds on the next thing. And then every now and then we have those palate cleanser episodes, like honestly, like kind of like the Rascal Magic episodes or like the episodes we do or sometimes solo episodes, which are building on a lot of skills that we've talked about. And so just trying to... Pull it all together practically for people. So my question I leave with everybody is, 
are you expecting something from somebody that you're in a partner type relationship with to do something that they're not willing to do and you're disappointed? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really? I mean, that frames a lot of society. Like maybe people are disappointed in their employer and that could be a partnership relationship because you have, you're going to work, you experience, you expect to get paid. And maybe their expectation of you is different than what you yours of them is. Why don't we put a comma here, Josh, and let people wrestle with it? Yeah, why not? All right, folks. So until next time, this is Brian. This is Josh. For Curiosity Continued.